town outside of Gary, Indiana. That town was Chicago. As he grew, everyone noticed something different about the way Pootie would talk. It baffled everyone. Doctors, scientists, let me break it down to you like this. Pootie Tang is, was, and will always be too cool for words. Welcome back to Caligula, <laughs> the Pootie the Booty Tang conspiracy yeah. episode. Episode 15, uh, Bubble sounds, Boy. Uh, that sounds correct. So, Caligula's, who was able to slap down Tiberius, but now Caligula's in charge. And as we've said over the last two episodes, he's been going after corrupt officials. He's been going after people who have... Uh, conspired against them, or at least he's had them investigated. He's had people removed. Um, Gaticulus has got to be nervous about this. He's been moving governors around because it's a good I, good policy never to have somebody in one position too long because they start thinking of themselves like that's their shit, and uh, they might you know get attitude or get ideas about using the troops under their command. So with all the drama that's going on, before um, Caligula's 27th birthday, which is August 31st, he hears about another crisis that involves people very close to him. And it turns out that Gaetuculus, the commander in Upper Germania, is in on it too. So now he has a whole nother shitstorm to deal with. And Gateway was more than just a oh, yeah. governor. He was a, a poet oh. and a writer. Rapper? of huge importance to us. He, yeah, a rapper uh, as well. He invented rap uh, and drugs, which is why he was called <laughs> Gateway Christ. Drug. He was he had written a poem about Caligula. Oh shit. That suggested Caligula was born in Tiber, the city of Heracles or Hercules. Right. Um, sort of suggesting that there was a connection between uh, Caligula and Hercules, and he was going to travel the world and go on great adventures <laughs> and kill mythical animals. Um, uh, Tybo is the Latin name for Tivoli, uh, which uh, you, you know you uh, war buffs are, of course, familiar with. Yeah. Um, now, uh, that apparently he wrote this when Caligula was on his way to visit him in Germany, sort of a poem to welcome him. You know what? I think I'll sit down. I'll write a poem Aww. to welcome Caligula and just talk about what huge things I expect from him. Right? Didn't didn't work. <laughs> didn't end well. But uh, you tried. points f- points for effort. Now he also wrote a history. Oh, or or a set of memoirs about Rome, which Suetonius used as a source for his lives of the 12 Caesars, wow. and Tacitus used as a source for his annals. That's impressive. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they had other sources as right. well, but apparently Geticulus's writings were a, a fairly major source for both of these guys, and, of course, nearly everything that we know about this period comes from Suetonius, Tacitus, and Dio. Right. So maybe we have... Gateway to think to thank for a lot of thank that. Thank you. He's also known to have written some erotic. Here we go. Verses. Right. Marshall, the uh, famous erotic poet, says that Geticulus set the precedent for what he calls the free use of language 
I think meaning dirty words. No. So this guy would have loved our shows, basically. <laughs> I, I, I like this guy. <laughs> he had a putty mouth. I gotcha. All right. Yeah. He liked to <laughs> talk, talk about dirty stuff and he was a historian and, uh, you know, a ruler of men like us. <laughs> now, at some point in 39, Caligula decides that he's going to go to Germany and Britain and Gaul and he's going to maybe kick some ass. Right. Um, particularly in Britain because no one's been there since Julius Caesar in 55 and 54 BCE. What's that? 80, 92, 92 years. Nearly 100 years no one's been back to Britain. Now, I've been to Britain and I totally understand. <laughs> I'm not in any hurry to go back to Britain. Uh, there's really no reason to go right. back to Britain, particularly now that <laughs> well, they've Brexited. Yeah, huge uh, no reason. Yeah, I do. I, I won't jump too far, but I did want to say that um, when we mentioned on the last episode, now that Caligula's got an heir, yes, she's a female, but it's still an heir. Um, Caligula's sisters are definitely on the outs. The ones that are still alive, obviously. Drusilla, who is dead, because she is dead. Um, Lepidus, her her husband, who Caligula had actually picked at one point to be his heir in case anything happened to him, they are, he is out as well because he now has his own heir. It doesn't matter. He doesn't need them as more. So maybe it was their ambition. It might have been resentment. Who knows? But the point is, they seem to be the ones who are at the center of this thing. Now, Caligula, Caligula knows very little about it, but he's hearing things. But he's going to go to Germania, maybe to Britain. Maybe he can get the military glory and, and get the people on his side and, and be able to, to reaffirm the loyalty of the troops to him. Because as long as the troops are on your side, fuck the Senate. You can do whatever you want. So I think he's trying to accomplish several things with this campaign. Now, I don't know about you, Cam, but for me, the sources were all over the place about why he was going north with so many men, what his aims were, that kind of stuff. But the point is, this is still Rome. If you can achieve a military victory, in a lot of cases, all is forgiven and the people will love you and they'll be on your side. And maybe he feels he needs that considering the conspiracy or whatever it was at the the beginning of 39, whatever. Maybe he's just trying to wow the people, get everybody on his side, and to keep his body safe. Yeah, maybe. It's as simple as that. Um, maybe it's a lot more complicated sure. than that. Sure. And we'll look at we'll look at all of the evidence for and against as we okay. go. Now I don't want to I don't want to jump ahead yet to Lepidus and the sisters. I still want to talk about Gateway yeah, drive I'm sorry. now. Gateway um being in command of the legions of Upper Germany mm -hmm. would rightfully expect to be involved in any campaigning north of the yes. Rhine that Caligula might plan on doing, as well as an invasion of Britain. Huh. He's got, you know, uh, uh, all of the troops, or at least four of the legions in that area. But now back in Tiberius's day, when we did the whole story about him getting, a, you know, a, a sending Gato a, a letter <laughs> saying, come to Rome, you've been dismissed, right. and Gato saying, go fuck yourself. Um, it was said that Geticulus was much loved by the troops in Germany. This is what Tacitus wrote back at that point. He said, Geticulus had won from them singular affection as a man of unbounded 
kindliness, right. moderate in his strictness, and popular even with the neighbouring army mm. through his father-in-law, Lucius Apronius. Now, being nice to your troops uh, isn't something that Roman <laughs> commanders are known right? for. Discipline, baby. Discipline, because that's how you're going to keep the Germans at bay. Are you saying he was too, maybe, lax with them? And that's why they liked him? Yeah. Okay. Like I like I am with you. Exactly. He let them get away <laughs> with pretty much doing nothing <laughs> and paid them just the same. Right. What he right. should have done yeah. is beat them with a stick. Right. And withhold, withheld their pay... <laughs> Uh, until they actually got off their right. asses and did some fucking work, I, but I don't think I can make it because he was Carolina. a softy, despite right, right, big heart, despite, despite, despite his reputation as a as a hard ass, right. psychopath, <laughs> you know, uh, cold blooded <laughs> podcast, but intense lover, right? He because uh, he it's felt because so- he felt sorry, pity for people. Yeah, people pity is felt pity for people, right. especially with the bu- IQ the, of forty six, the bubble people, 40, 46 inches in height and <laughs> an IQ to match. Uh, he let them get away with it, and he wasn't keeping them in fighting shape. They oh, were shit. slacking off. Right, there had been a little bit of trouble from the Germanic tribes who had sort of forgotten. What happened uh, in years gone by to Herman? Right, uh, and they were arcing up again. Now, <clears throat> that at least is one version of the story. Right, we know that Booty Tang set off quickly, almost overnight, a bit like Lorenzo de Medici left Florence when he sent himself into exile in Naples. In the year 469, 469, 14, sorry, 69, that we recently did in the Renaissance show, set off quickly, uh, but unlike Lorenzo, he took a lot of people with him, Caligula, that is, set off, said, I'm going off to spend six months campaigning in Britain and Germany. Now... The next thing we know, Gateway's been executed. Oh, shit. Yes. He gets up there so, so fast. something... Right. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I think he purposefully, because we know he went to Mavania in Umbria, about 55 miles north of Rome, and he purposefully didn't say anything about going anywhere else at that particular time. He dashes off for Germania. In fact, he goes so fast, the Praetorian guards have to use pack animals to carry the standards. So he dashes there, and I think the point that you were about to make is he gets there so fast that Gateway has no time to give his troops a less last second either inspection or maybe a speech about rebellion or about removing this guy, maybe putting him in in charge. So the point is this guy doesn't have a chance to get his shit together. He gets grabbed by uh, Caligula's men and then he suddenly is no more. So this Mavania that he went to Mm -hmm. um, on the bank of the river Clitumnus, 
the Suetonius says it's a beautiful spot about 100 miles north of Rome. Now, I've known a few beautiful clitumnuses <laughs> in my time, Ray, and I've actually been to this really? clitumnus. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Mavania is now known as Bevania, ah. Bevania in Perugia and Umbria. Mm-hmm. Uh, not far from uh, Montefalco, which is where I uh, stayed at an agriturismo in 2004 for a few weeks. Nice. And toured around Umbria. Seriously beautiful, beautiful part of the world. Like, if I'm going to retire <laughs> somewhere, it's either going to be Florence <laughs> or Perugia. Right. Somewhere in Perugia, probably Montefalco, somewhere like that. Um, and maybe uh, between the two, because they're not far from each other. Right. Um, you know, Umbria is in Tuscany. Sorry, Florence is in Tuscany, which is next door to Umbria. Anyway, yes, seriously, seriously beautiful cool. part of the world. Now, this site uh, in Bavania was famous for its oracles. Oh. Supposedly, that's why Caligula went there. Right. And uh, the oracle uh, advised him to add to his German bodyguard. Sure. And that is why he set off for Germany quickly. (laughs) Supposedly. That's one version of the story. Right. But if, as you've suggested, there is a conspiracy against him, either in Germany or in Rome... Mm -hmm. First and foremost thing you want to do is make sure the military is on your side yes. and or is busy uh, far, far away. Good point. Good point. Maybe in Britain. Uh, so they can't, maybe in Britain, <laughs> maybe, and then you take away all the boats and don't let them come back. Uh, maybe you, you go up and so they can see the emperor for the first time with their wow. own eyes since it's he was... Him. I mean, he has been there before when he was a little right. kid. Um, and he actually is a Germanicus. He, he should go there to keep his name. Yeah, um, keep it fresh. I think you have to. I think it's like a passport. You got to renew it. 20 yeah. years, you need to go back there to renew your Germanicus. <laughs> um, so he goes there so they can see him in the flesh. Um, maybe he wants to do a dance, parade his, parade his wife around naked. As you do. Um Maybe he wants to get them on a campaign to keep them busy. But anyway, as you said, he moves really quickly. In fact, he moves so fast that the inhabitants of the towns on his route, his advance party, get there and make the inhabitants sweep the streets and sprinkle them with water to settle the dust. God. So, and tell them, that, you know, fuck right. off. Yes, Caligula's coming through. Don't look him in the you're eye. not allowed to get in his right. way. Lock yourselves <laughs> lock yourselves in in your houses because we don't have time. Right. Don't he doesn't he doesn't care that you're you know it's like seeing Cameron in the street. Yeah, Avert your eyes, go. give him a quick nod. Love your work, Caligula. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Let him don't stop him. He's probably he's an important podcast business. <laughs> now uh, now Caligula of course didn't ride a horse or anything. I don't want you to have this uh, romantic yeah. uh, vision of him. On a horse, on a right. on silver high hoeing. No, he was being carried on a litter. <laughs> yeah. by eight guys oh, who had to run the entire trip. Oh, shit. And they no, they they had like circulators. So you do a 
you run at a mile, then you'd have another guy come in to replace you, and then another guy to replace the guy in front of you, and so on and so forth, oh so you could God. rest a, uh, a running litter. Right. Now, yes, why did he have to get there so quickly? Now, as you've suggested, maybe to get there before Gateway could get wind of his plans and prepare for it and prepare a rebellion. But he's moving not so quickly that he can't take a party with him. So we know he loves actors. Yeah. Apparently he took a whole troop of actors with him, gladiators, women, some of the Praetorian Guard who were transporting their standards on pack animals right? because they had to leave quickly. And he may have also taken his sisters and Lepidus. Huh. The... His best friend, yeah. the widower of Drusilla, and the um, and his bum bum buddy, bum fucker right. of booty, booty bum fuck, <laughs> booty booty tang bum fuck. That was his <laughs> Lepidus's right nickname. Would it be now? Uh, I'm sorry. Hmm. Just a quick question. Would it be fair to say, as far as you know, as far as the sources? Because again, the sources are kind of scrambled here and in some places they contradict each other as far as we know at this moment as he's going north he doesn't know that lepidus agrippina and lavilla are in on this conspiracy maybe it's just a military threat or is that reading too much into what the sources say yeah there are suggestions that he didn't know about it yet Mm -hmm. um and there's even suggestions that they may not have gone all the way to Germany uh, with him. Right. But we'll, we'll, okay. we'll sort of get into that as we go. Now, according okay. to Cassius Dio, Gateway was executed purely because of his popularity with his soldiers. That's a good reason. Either because he was being too lax, yeah, wasn't defending the borders well enough, or because Caligula knew of the story of Gateway writing Tibo a letter and knowing that he could get Ooh. away with that because he had the loyalty of his soldiers. Right. And Booty Tang was like, well, that's that's that can't that can't stand. Can't right. have a guy yeah. who can talk back to the Emperor because he knows the soldiers will back him up. Gotta get rid of this cunt. Well if or, I'm not gonna have the Senate yeah talk shit to me, I'm certainly not gonna have some commander be able to stand with me. Fuck that. Sorry, go ahead. Fuck that and the horse he rode in on. Or <laughs> maybe he was involved in a conspiracy. Now, the records of the Arval Brotherhood, we've mentioned before, yep. weird religious cult made up of uh, patricians who come from a family line, I think. Uh, in their records, some of which have survived, it says that Gate Gate. Tuculus was involved in a conspiracy and wicked plots. Ooh. Now, right. this may be spin control sure. from Caligula as an excuse. Post-edit. But uh, maybe not. Yeah, maybe he didn't need to come up with excuses like that. We don't know. Right. Dio says that Booty didn't accomplish much in terms of military worth on this trip, um, apart from upsetting allies and citizens, who some of whom he put to death. <laughs> for rebelling or plotting, but mostly, he says, because they were rich and he wanted their money. Sounds good. But Suetonius says that that Booty assembled between 200 and 250,000 troops 
down for the exercise of going above the Rhine and uh, invading Britain, and that the money that he raised in Gaul was used mainly to pay for the army, mm-hmm. putting together a huge invasion force. So, yeah. again, we don't really know who to believe. Now, Suetonius writes about seven chapters involving wow. Caligula's time in Germany and Britain and Gaul, mm-hmm. but he makes no reference at all in any of that to gateway drug. And really? in his whole life of Caligula, his only mention of gateway drug is when he mentions him writing those flattering verses, connecting him with Heracles, as I said earlier. Yeah. In his life of Galba, and he talks about when Galba goes to Germany, his only mention, Suetonius's only mention of Gateway is that he was Galba's predecessor because after Gateway's executed, Galba, right. Servius Sulpicius Galba, um, future emperor, is the new governor who replaces him. So... On one hand, we have evidence suggesting he was involved in wicked plots. Uh, on the other hand, Dio and Suetonius don't really have much to say about it. So it's, uh, it's, it's very strange, Ray, very strange. Well, I mean, I know there's a lot that we don't know about this as far as the details, the exact dates or whatever, but um, Gateway was executed. Was it because he was in on a conspiracy? Was it because... Uh, Caligula wanted to get rid of him, but he was so popular with his men. You don't remove a person like that. You either kill them or you let them stay in their position. Um, and so there's just there's just so much we don't know. But um, I I don't know when you kill someone. That's a pretty definitive move. I you've got to think he had a a decent reason for getting rid of this experienced beloved commander. Mm, you would think. I mean, it could be as simple as I said before. This guy was bad doing a at shitty his job. job, yeah, and, and it was payback for speaking back to Thibault, yeah, um, removing a potential threat, or it could be it could have deeper reasons. One one other thing, talking of Galba, Suetonius says that there was a saying that circulated amongst the troops afterwards, where uh, <laughs> the new the new motto was "Soldier, learn to play the soldier." Tis Galba, not Gaticulus. <laughs> There's a real man Gatulicus. in charge now. I keep yeah. saying Gaticulus. It's Gatulicus. Gatulicus. That's why I say gateway. Gatulicus. Gateway. Yeah. Now, we don't even know if Booty Tang was in Germany when Gateway was executed or if he sent agents to do it before he arrived. But right. It's a pretty ballsy move to execute a commander, a beloved commander of four legions who was also beloved by another four legions nearby and who had been raising another two legions to invade Britain before you get there. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, I, ju- I just had that guy you really liked killed. Hi. Uh, you can yeah. refer to me as uh, Bo- Booty Tang, Sadatar. Um He really also, of course, had no credibility as a general or a soldier himself. He's not Tiberius. That's a huge, huge risk. As you said before earlier, I mean, you don't do that without huge reason. 
Right. But I assumed that Caligula was there in person because if you just sent some Praetorian guards to kill this guy, he's surrounded by his troops. I just see that becoming very quickly a clusterfuck. But if the emperor is standing right the fuck there and he grabs this guy, I think it's more pl- pl- plausible that the um, his troops would just stand aside and let their commander be taken away or whatever. Maybe he took him away to somewhere else, tortured him asked him questions, and then killed him. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, it, it's hard to... I, again, I wish we knew, but somehow he was able to kill this beloved commander, and as far as we know, there was no major military backlash for it. In his own camp, In supposedly. His, yes, yes. And you would have thought that, you know, uh, with Gateway's background with Cianus and Tibo and now Caligula and Caligula's having people executed... If all of a sudden the emperor turns up and you're like, oh, um, didn't get any warning that you were coming, my lord. And he's like, oh, it's just in the territory. Yeah. Uh, it's just in the uh, area. I thought I'd drop in. Pop By the by. way, um, yeah. c- come into my tent. Right. There's some things I want to talk to you about. I'll show you my knife collection. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like. Sure, I'll go into your tent surrounded by my bodyguard. <laughs> That's the only way I'm going in. I played this game before. Like, yeah, yeah. it's fairly fucking suspicious. So I don't think he's going to be able to sneak up if he's there in person. But if we're just a couple of guys, we have a message. Right. We have a message from uh, the Emperor <laughs> Booty Tang uh, for your ears only, right. Commander, Praetor, Propraetor. <laughs> Whatever one he was. Whatever you are. And they go, he goes, oh, all right. And then they knife him. I don't know. Yeah. Very, very weird. Uh, very suspicious. Now, uh, in his life of Gaius Caligula, Suetonius does relate some bizarre stories that supposedly happened during the uh, Northern Campaign in this year. He reports that Caligula gave orders to some men from his Germanic bodyguard to cross the Rhine and then hide. Oh. Then he arranged for a report to be brought to him after breakfast that the enemy had arrived. Right. And he rushed off personally with a small group of uh, cavalry, some friends, to yeah. a nearby forest where they chopped down trees and dressed them up to look like trophies. And then he returned at night with these trophies sure. that he had got from killing these uh, Germans His man. and uh, rebuked the men who didn't go with him, calling them cowards and uh, uh, awarding the people who did go with him with some sort of new military decoration for their bravery. Doesn't that sound... Was he trying to make himself look good like a military guy? That's a hell of a series of steps to go through to try to earn some military street cred with your guys, especially when you come back and shame the other half of your troops that didn't go because they probably weren't ordered to go. It seems like a lot. Yeah, I mean, Suetonius makes it sound like he was just playing kiddie right. games and trying playing to make G. himself Joe. look good. Pew, pew, pew. But yeah. in other biographies of emperors, Suetonius talks about military engagements in the same area in the Upper Rhine, which 
take a similar form, right? You're, you're, oh. you're having fake battles. You, right. you know, some divisions get called the enemy. Some divisions are the Romans, and they fight each other, playing sort of hide and seek in the in the bush. Remember, there was one of the reasons why Arminius was able to defeat Varus as they knew the jungles and the streams and the little back alleys. Right. Far better. There was like guerrilla warfare. So to train against that, they would do like mock guerrilla warfare as a serious military exercise. And future emperors took part in those things when they were up visiting the troops. So maybe that's just what Caligula was doing uh, as some sort of a military exercise. And Suetonius is just trying to make him look bad. Right. Hard right. to tell again what's yeah. going on. Um, but. Getting back to the conspiracy talk, mm-hmm. some scholars think there may have been something involving Gateway and some other old Tiberians who felt Bootsy Collins was getting out of control. Right. Not I mean, like, that there's any evidence of that? Sure, exactly, exactly, yeah. Because he's already emperor. He's already emperor. Um and as far as we can tell, he's been moderate. He's killed people that have been, as far as we know, trying to kill him. He's been he's been punishing corrupt officials. But, I mean, he's already emperor. If he wants to call himself king, I can see that pissing some people off. But that that just seems a little mm, that just seems a little far fetched to me. Well, you know, he's having people arrested and executed, and maybe they decided enough's enough. It's time to sure. Do something about this punk especially, kid, especially after what Sejanus did. That's a good point. It could that could still be fresh in their memories. Well, I'm sure it is. Yeah. But the flip side is there are plenty of old Tiberians that are continuing to enjoy successful careers. Yes. But maybe it had something to do with the recent execution of or, or suicide of Sabinus. Mm. Now remember Sabinus had had a couple of legions in Pannonia. Right. Sabinus was one of the... He had been co-consul with Gateway back in, I think I said, uh, sort of 26. Um, They may have been friendly. Uh, They may have had sort of uh, uh, relations in terms of uh, relatives and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, intermarriage that kind of stuff. Right. And uh, Sabinus had been part of an earlier supposed conspiracy with Sianus against Tiberius. Mm-hmm. And maybe there was like a group of plotters that go way back. Um, either way, Sabinus being the head of a command who all of a sudden gets called up, called back and right. charged under maybe trumped up charges about his wife being a slut and then he is forced to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe, I'm just saying maybe, Gaetulicus and some of these other guys, some other Tiberians, senators, etc., other praetors, were talking and saying... Yeah. You know, this is we we this, we can't have this. We can't have him executing loyal, faithful commanders of Rome. We need to do something about it. Now, if Sabinus had been part of a plot mm-hmm. uh, with his two legions and was talking about joining forces with 
gateways four legions, right? Plus the other four legions in Germany. Oh, that yeah. would have been ten legions. That's a, half of all the active legions that Rome that's had. That's a real threat. Yeah, that's real. But again, this is all surmise. We, there's no evidence right. that these guys were part of a plot. Just sort of joining dots, and maybe it was true. Maybe if it wasn't true, Caligula thought it was true. Maybe if he didn't think it was true, he thought it was possible that it might happen and he had to do something about it, be preemptive. But then there's the Lepidus connection. Yeah, I mean, this is the guy that was supposed to be the heir. He is now supposedly dating, uh, having a relationship with Agrippina, uh, Caligula's uh, sister, who supposedly, I don't know how much stock you want to put into it, but supposedly she's still a very ambitious person. She wants um, to be able to succeed her brother or have her children to go on to be emperor one day so if you can get lepidus in on it i mean he is like caligula's number one guy they might even be having sex together if you can get him on your side in a conspiracy then obviously a whole bunch of new doors and possibilities open up to get access to this guy because you can plan all you want but unless you can get access to caligula it's all nothing more than talk this guy can get you in there close you know he can get you close to the target and that's what conspiracies all come down to yeah so just to remind people, Lepidus was Booty Tang's best friend and bumfuck yeah. lover. Uh, Booty made Drusilla divorce her husband so she could marry Lepidus. Ooh. Then, when he was on his sickbed, he made Drusilla his heir. Yeah, this is real. So if he didn't recover, which would have made Lepidus the right. heir. Um. Now, the reason we bring up Lepidus is because, according to Dio, he was executed around about the same time as mm-hmm. Gateway, Now, which suggests there might have been a connection between the two. Dio doesn't tell us. Nobody right. tells us. Nobody really spells right. it out. But there are some hints that they may have been connected, which we'll yeah. get to. But Dio does say that Booty's two surviving sisters, uh, Lavilla and Agrippina, were both exiled at the same time. Not killed. Right. But exiled, mm. which is obviously traditionally what the Julio-Claudians did to their wives and sisters right. and daughters, had them exiled um, if, they, if they thought they were trouble. But that suggests that Booty still had a soft spot for yeah. them. But what if they had been killed? Oh. If they had been killed, oh. Nero would never have become emperor. I think we can all agree that because would have been he good. was. But yeah, yeah. Agrippina's yeah, son. Yeah, because once, yeah. once you're killed, then everybody in the family is either killed themselves or at the very least they're banished and blacklisted. He's not going to become emperor if his, if his mother's killed in disgrace. So, yeah, that would have wiped him out from the history books. Good point. Then Dio says that to celebrate Lepidus's death and his sister's exile... Yeah. Booty sent three daggers or swords, I think Suetonius says, um, by which the plotters planned to murder him mm. to Rome to the Temple of Mars Ultor, Mars the Avenger. Right. One sword for each of Lepidus and the two sisters. Damn. That's got to hurt. I mean, you can't even trust your own sisters and a man that you on and on on and off again fuck. I mean, 
He can turn to no one. Did you read about, supposedly, because again, you don't know what to trust, uh, Caligula had his sister Agrippina carry the ashes of Lepidus back to Rome, and she had to hold it against her body for the entire trip. Not that we know where she was at. Was she in Germany? Uh, Germany? Was she somewhere not quite that far north? But the point is, this guy has got to be just devastated. There is no one that he can trust. The very people that he went through all that shit with, with his mother being killed and his brothers, they are now turning against him. It's just got to devastate him. He can't trust the Senate. Yes. Oh, God. He can't trust his commanders. Yes. He can't trust his own family. Fuck me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He is, he's real or imagined, he's seeing conspiracies on all sides. Right. Macro, the head of his Praetorian Guard, he decided he couldn't right. trust. Now, this gesture of setting the daggers to the Temple of Mazalda was repeated by Nero when he put down a conspiracy Ooh. in 65. Right. Now, the dating of this whole conspiracy thing is reconstructed from a fragmentary inscription of the Arval Brethren mm-hmm. that says on the 27th of October in the year 39, they performed a sacrifice to offer thanks that... The nefarious plans of Gnaeus Lentulus Gatulicus against Gaius Germanicus were detected. Now, the point here is that it doesn't mention Lepidus. Right, right. The plans of Gatulicus against Gaius Germanicus. No mention of Lepidus or the sisters in this case. But as we'll see later on, they do get connected in um, by the Senate. Now, Suetonius claims that the sisters were plotting against Lepidus, uh, sorry, plotting with Lepidus against mm-hmm. Booty Tank. Right. Now, on the surface, you go, well, why the fuck would they do that? That yeah, makes no life is sense. Good. He's there. Yeah. He, he's there. Hey, life yeah. is good. He's their bread and butter. Um, but... Uh, yeah, we, I mean, as we'll see, there might be there might be reasons. Now, Seneca provides the detail that his that 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 uh, Lepidus's throat was cut by this guy. me or does the Dexter theme song sound very similar to the Sherlock one that I played a couple a of episodes ago? A bit. Yeah. A bit. That could work for a Sherlock. Uh, you know, you could have that as Sherlock right. music. Sounds the same. But it's still creepy. Yeah, a Tribune, yeah. A tribune named Dexter cut his throat. I must have missed that episode of the TV show. <laughs> Obviously, probably Trap. came up behind him, yeah. hit him in the neck with a syringe containing a tiny dose of a torphine uh, to, to mobilize him. Right. And then took him to his kill room where <laughs> he woke up. Yeah. And there's a picture. He woke up. Right. He woke he woke up. Hey, she's dead. 
wrapped in plastic. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> you don't know that, do you? I've heard you don't know that. I've heard that. I can't I'm trying to place it. I've heard that line. She, she's dead on a beach wrapped in plastic. Where do I know that? It's from the first episode of first episode of Twin Peaks. Okay. Um Anyho, uh, enough of the TV references. Yeah. And then, as you say, in a weird repeat of the Germanica story, Agrippina is made to carry Lepidus's ashes and bones in an urn back to Rome. It was her right. mother, their mother, right. that had to carry Germanicus's bones and ashes oh. back after he was murdered. Look, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I did want to drill down into this. But again, there's so much we don't know. What do you think about the... Some of the sources say that one, uh, Gateway might have given names before he was killed, and two, supposedly um, Caligula had some letters in the conspirators' handwriting talking about their plans. I mean, that would certainly tie things together. I just wonder why the um, the uh, the brethren didn't re- record or mention anybody but the general. I do find that interesting. Again, I just wish we knew more. Well, we'll get into it okay. uh, in a minute. I just wanted to say that Lepidus's remains right. weren't put in the mausoleum of Augustus or no. in any other crypt. The oh, Senate sh- decreed that they be cast out unburied and the person that uh, made that motion in the Senate again was Vespasian (laughs) turning up for the second time in recent episodes he knows how to suck up he'd gone from being the uh, uh, road commissioner with shit stuffed down his toga (laughs) to achieving a praetorship in either 39 or 40 he's aged 30 and uh, yeah, he's making his way up the food chain. Yeah. Well, now. Yeah. I was just going to say real quick. Didn't uh, Vespasian say something to write later that uh, a lot of people were taking advantage of the fact that Caligula had no one to trust, and a lot of people were trying. People who normally wouldn't expect to be able to get anywhere near the emperor were actually trying to show their loyalty to maybe curry favor with him in this time when he did feel like he couldn't trust anybody. And, and you're right, Ves. Vespasian is making the most that he can out of this crazy situation. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's a lot of people juggling for his favor. Yeah. Now this is obviously before the city, the sisters are banished, but that happens immediately after they, uh, like their mother before them were sent to the Pontian islands, the archipelago in the Tyrrhenian sea off the West coast of Italy. And also Dio writes, since many honors, had been voted earlier to his sisters manifestly oh, on his act. Right. He forbade the awarding of any other distinctions to any of his relatives. Oh, God. Now... It's come full circle. While, while all this was going on, uh-huh. Booty also sold off all of their assets, their furniture, their <gasps> slaves, their freedmen... Shit. Which I guess is a sign that they were never coming back. Right. I've sold off all it's, your shit. It's a one-way You're trip. Done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he sent them threatening messages. For example, oh. as well as islands, I also have swords in my possession. Ow. 
which is uh, not very subtle, <laughs> kind of creepy. Just to um, let you know. Which suggests yeah. they had really uh, uh, crossed the they line. They crossed the line. Now, yeah, it's more than just, as some of the sources say, they were having sex with uh, Lepidus behind his back, one or both of them. Oh, has to be more to it than that. Yeah. I don't think he would have cared if they were having the occasional menage a trois. No. He might have been upset that they hadn't invited him, make it a foursome, but an <laughs> awesome foursome, but uh, which, I don't think he would have had them executed or uh, exiled for that. Which we will be having in North Carolina, so what? come one, come all. Well, Tommy the Mock's going to be there. Oh, I'm going to so get that's him. that's three. That's three right there. we got yeah, room for one more. again. One more. Three. Yeah. <laughs> we should have, have a lottery. Ryan. Ryan. Oh, Ryan. I would do we Ryan for Ryan free. Yeah. But anyway. Um, I know. Yeah. Yeah. We should do a lottery. Anyway. He said he would do Chrissy, even though he's of the other persuasion. He said Chrissy's so hot. Yeah. He'd, uh, he'd go straight. He'd be like, just to ta- hit Chrissy. I could watch. She's not coming, though. Well, she's not coming. Next right. Trip. Okay. Next trip. Next time. Uh, that you probably still won't invite us to your house. <laughs> so Dio says that Booty accused his sisters of something in a letter in the Senate. Oh. Basically, it seems that they didn't get a trial. Right. He just banished them, executed Lepidus, and then advised the Senate in a letter later. What? Is it in a later letter, letter. letter? But isn't this just coming full circle to we, where we started tonight? He is the ultimate power. The Senate is nothing. He has all the power to give or to take. He's just letting them know what happened. He doesn't have to ask them anything. So if they needed another reminder of who is the shit and who is not the shit, they're getting it now because he's just acting all on his own. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, still, you would think in certain situations you would want to have the Senate vote on something like this. You're killing members of the imperial family, or banishing members of the imperial right. family and killing a guy True. who was married, but the he husband doesn't. of the imperial, and, and, his, and his heir. Yeah. Um, he's having them executed, but he's, he's not asking uh, for advice. He's not right. asking for a vote. He's Fuck just him. getting it done. Now... The fact that he sent them a letter and didn't advise it in a speech also suggests that this took place when at least Caligula wasn't in Rome. Maybe he was in Gaul, maybe he was in Germany. Sure. Whether or not they were there or not, we can't be sure. But the sale of their shit took place in Gaul. We know that because there are suggestions that the people in Gaul couldn't get enough of their shit, (laughs) and so much so that he had the rest of their shit brought over oh. from Rome to Gaul to sell it and uh, in doing so nearly caused another famine because all of the uh, the the horses and the carts that should right. have been used to be being used for trade were being used to drag all of their shit up. Damn. Um, now, he claimed to have letters between his sisters and Lepidus where they uh. discussed some kind of plot or betrayal. Right. Did he... So it seems that he thought they were trying to kill him. Right. And I guess he doesn't really have to produce these letters, especially with the mood he's in. He can just say that he has the letters, and that's pretty much all he needs. Yeah. And even if he did produce them, how do you know they're not faked? Good point. They didn't really have handwriting analysis or DNA uh, swabs they could do on them. Right. Now, uh, 
as a result of all of this, when he notifies the Senate of all of this, they're like, oh, my God, Caligula, that's so horrible. They <laughs> sent a group of people out to meet him on the road and express their outrage at the conspiracy and to congratulate him on suppressing it. Right. Unfortunately, <laughs> the person they chose to head up this delegation was Claudius. Uncle Clawclaw. And he's like, didn't I and why was that a problem? fucking tell you to never give anybody in my fucking family any more fucking honors and now you put him in charge of a fucking delegation? Can't you fucking understand anything I'm fucking saying? Something like that? I don't know. And tell me if that was too much. That was pretty much close. <laughs> and what did he do to Claudius? He kept him, but he humiliated him in front of everybody. Um... Which is, I don't know if that's par for the course for this guy at this point, but just he, as far as I know, he just heaps humiliation on his uncle. According to Suetonius, Gaius raged and fumed because his uncle, of all men, had been sent to him as if to a child in need of a guardian. <gasps> so great indeed was his wrath that some have written that Claudius was even thrown into the river, Ooh. clothes and all, just right. as he had come. Jesus. I wouldn't be surprised. Now, he sent most of the delegation back to Rome even before it reached him. He heard they were coming and he sent a messenger to tell them to fuck Fuck off off. and turn around and go back (laughs) because he believed that their real purpose was to spy on him. And he's seeing conspiracies everywhere here. And look, fair enough. If, If he did feel that his sisters and his bum buddy and his generals were conspiring against him, then it makes sense to be... You know, it's it's not it's not paranoia if people really are watching you, <laughs> as I always say. So <laughs> it's true, but yeah. But again, now yeah, I just want to say, and again, this I, I think it's just important to keep harping on this. He is not overreacting, as far as we know. On some level, and some number of people in a group, they were trying to kill him. So this is not the crazy madman that you hear about in the you know in whatever shows or movies or whatever. This is a guy who is reacting to someone trying to take his life. So again, very human, very normal reaction. Now the whole uh, accusation of uh, and execution of Lepidus and the sisters. May have happened in Germany, may have happened in Gaul, may have happened in Bavania, in Umbria, before they even got there. We really don't know. Mm-hmm. But let's drill into this, the whole motivation behind it. Now, there are suggestions that Lepidus was ambitious and wanted to take the power. Right. And the plot thickens because Josephus writes that Lepidus was friendly with Vinicianus. Now, Vinicianus is the same guy that I talked about earlier who was with um, Sabinus and a group of others accused of plotting with Sejanus to overthrow Tiberius in that Mm -hmm. trial, and he got off. Right. Um, So, you know, if if, if the whole thing that now Sabinus has been executed... Sabinus was friends with Gateway, friends mm-hmm. with Vinicianus. Lepidus is friends with Vinicianus. There are some suggestions that all these guys were connected in some way. Now, this is Rome. The group of patricians is small. I'm sure, you know, it's days of our lives. You could draw right. connecting dots between everybody in Rome to some extent. So that might be reading too much into it. 
But um, Vinicianus, by the way, was probably the son of Gaius Annius Pollio, consul of 22, mm-hmm. and Vinicia, who was the daughter of Lucius Vinicius, which would make Vinicianus the nephew of Lavilla's husband, Marcus Vinicius. Right. Lavilla being Julia Lavilla, um, Caligula's sister, who he's just banished. Jesus. Right? Right. Small world. So there's there's another connection there. Lepidus is friends. He's, he's the wife of Drusilla, widow of Drusilla, widower of Drusilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, friends with uh, Lavilia's husband and maybe, you know, connected via Vinicianus. Then uh, his father, Annas, Annius Pollio, Vinicianus's father, mm-hmm. was also part of the group with uh, Solanus and Sabanus, uh, Sab- Sab- Sabinus and Scorus and Calvisius. Uh, sorry, that is Sab- Sabinus Calvisius, who was accused of maestas. Right. So... You know, there, 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 there does seem to be very close connections between these guys. Now, also, Vinicianus goes on to play a major role in Booty's assassination. Mm-hmm. Now, Josephus says that Vinicianus was worried that his friendship with Lepidus put him in danger. Sure. But Booty Tang doesn't seem to be worried about him at this stage because in 38 he made Vinicianus... Uh, uh, he co-opted him into the Arval Brotherhood. Ooh. He wasn't part of the traditional Arval families, but he just sort of got given a right. seat at the table. Right. And he held the consulship as well at some point before Caligula's death. So he seems to have been getting special favour despite his relationship to Sabinus hmm. and, and, and Lepidus. So really hard to say. But then again, his involvement in the assassination of Booty Tang later on might be revenge for what happened to Lepidus and Sabinus, among other things. Right. Wanted to point out, though, that it seems none of the husbands of Caligula's sisters were caught up in all of this. They were left out of it. One of them was dead, so that would help. Good point. Or or he died. No, he died not long after this, actually. So uh, they seem to get left out of it. They, they don't really get caught up. So they apparently weren't part of the conspiracy, mm-hmm. which is weird. You'd think they'd all be involved in it, but apparently they were just banging Lepidus and um, wow. that was it. The conspiracy was yeah. between them. Now, the, the suggestion that I got is, from reading lots of different sources on this, is Lepidus was Caligula's best friend and bum buddy. Um, they, there was apparently some sort of a deal that they had. Right. That Caligula had told him he would make him heir and had said that publicly. Yeah. According to Dio, Caligula kept declaring he would leave Lepidus as his successor to the throne. He, he deliberately married Lepidus to Drusilla. Right, his favourite. To, to make that easier mm-hmm. to justify making them his heirs. Right. Uh, but then Drusilla dies and obviously that makes it a little bit harder for him to, for, for Lepidus to see a pathway to power. Yeah. Then Caligula marries Sazonia, who has a child and is very fertile and could possibly have another child, a son, or this daughter could grow up and would get married to a guy and then they yeah. would be the heirs. Yeah. 
So now it's a setback for Lepidus's ambition, but also it's a setback for Agrippina's ambition because she's got a son, a.k.a. Nero, that she wants to be in line for succession. Right, right. But if Caligula has a son or if he has a daughter who marries, then she's... So she has an ambition, Lepidus has ambition, and we all know that if you're close to the imperial circle Mm -hmm. and you don't end up as emperor, somebody else does... You're in trouble. Yeah. You're as good as dead yeah. or banished. So it, it, it's not ambition just because you want to be rich and powerful. It is a case of survival. You need to be on yeah, top. Yeah, protect yourself. Now, you don't, need to, you don't necessarily need to overthrow Caligula now. You could kill him later or you know, wait till he dies and kill his son or his daughter and her husband or whatever. But for whatever reason, they might have been plotting something at this stage. Now, the plot thickens because um, when Flaccus was recalled from Egypt, remember it was Lepidus who intervened on his behalf. Right. And as a result, Flaccus was, wasn't executed and was exiled to a nice place. Uh, I think it was Andros, one of the nicer Greek islands. Yeah. So he was still influential at that juncture in the autumn of 38 to intervene but that may have got him on the wrong side of Augustus oh sorry of Caligula because we know Caligula ended up regretting that and actually having Flaccus assassinated yeah um yeah I got the story god I got a lot of notes left um yeah he sends he sends troops to uh Andros and uh, Flacca sees them coming and tries to get away, jumps oh, into a river, and they drag him out and stab him to death and beat oh, him, God. and then just leave his leave his corpse lying in the in the water on the road. I think so. Damn. So maybe Lepidus is feeling okay. Well, the Flaccus thing went badly for me. Uh, Drusilla's dead. Um, maybe he, you know Caligula stopped fucking him up the butthole when sure. he married Sazonia because he was being faithful to her. His dreams of one day being emperor are gone, and Booty uh, has now got this other option with Sazonia yeah. and her potential offspring with him. A true heir. You know, so 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 maybe there's this deal between the sisters, one or both of the sisters, and and Lepidus. He goes, you know, I'm going to bang the sisters of my wife. Right. You know that. Well, that makes him basically Joseph Smith. He's basically <laughs> the he's the original Mormon. Right. He's just banging his sister wives, literally his sister wives, his uh, wife's sisters. Right. Um. Jeez. You know, he's going to bang the sisters, marry one or both of them. Fuck it. Let's go all the way. Let's just marry them all. Bang and marry all the women, he thought. Now, Agrippina, again, like her mother, is supposedly fairly outspoken and ambitious. Tacitus later writes about her committing adultery with Lepidus in the hope of power in his words. Oh, my God. So that was the story that he had received. Right. Of course, um, Nero, the future emperor, was her son. He was born in 37, still a baby when all this goes down. But 
she's worried that um, you know with 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 uh, the whole Kazonia Sazonia thing, it's putting Nero's future life at risk. Now her husband was Gnaeus Domitius Ahenobarbus, consul in 32, mm-hmm. uh, was probably on his deathbed in 39. He died of dropsy in 40, wow. age 56, which is an amazing coincidence because Fox's betta fish that I got him for his birthday last year died of dropsy just before Christmas. Oh, God. Well, actually... He was sick with dropsy, and then I euthanized him uh, before we went on holiday because I didn't want to come back and find a dead fish in the fish tank. So there you go. Sure. So good call. Good call. Coincidence? Conspiracy? Mm. Uh, <laughs> you call. You, you made the call. Agrippina had married a Hennebarbus when uh, she was thirteen, and he Ugh. was forty-four. Yeah, my I God. think he was also a Mormon. Right. <laughs> now. Hannibarbus has uh, a great story. He was the only son of Antonia Major, the daughter of Augustus's sister Octavia Minor, who was married to Mark Antony. Right. And her husband, Lu- Lucius Domitius Hannibarbus, who had been the consul in 16 BCE, he'd been accused of incest. Uh, sorry, uh, her husband, this is, had been accused of incest with his own sister, Domitia Lepida, and only escaped execution because Thibaut died first. Right. I think we did tell this story at the the time. Now, according to Suetonius, when Ahenobarbus was congratulated by his friends for the birth of his son, this being Nero, he replied that any child born to him in Agrippina would have a detestable nature and become a public danger. Nailed it. So, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Indeed. Got it in one. Yeah. Now, he was, the, he was the son, as I said, of Antonia Major and Lucius Domitius Barbus. His father was the successor of Tiberius in Germania, where he commanded the Roman army that crossed the Elbe. Right. And, of course, his father was at the Battle of Pharsalus in 48 BCE, captured and pardoned. Clementia oh by Julius Caesar right. ended up fighting in the second against the second triumvirate with the assassins Brutus and Cassius, etc. And his father, his father was Lucius Domitius Ahenobarbus, consul of 54 BCE, also oh. fought at the Battle of Pharsalus, the, the great enemy of Julius Caesar, yes. mm-hmm. old red beard. Right. Um, the Senate appointed him to succeed Julius Caesar as the governor of Gaul. Right. Uh, Caesar said, you don't, no one, no, no <laughs> one supersedes this me, succeeds mine. me as the governor right. of Gaul. This is mine. And uh, he was killed by Marcus Antonius right. while trying to escape the Battle of Pharsalus. Oh, So God. dig this. Agrippina's father... Right. Was the son of Antonia Major, who was the daughter of Mark Antony, who killed Ahenobarbus's <laughs> great grandfather. Right. At the Battle of Pharsalus. As a tight. Your dad, <laughs> my father in law, killed my great grandfather. Oh. As the world turns. And I think also killed 
his uh, grandfather who fought against the Second Triumvirate. Oh my God! <sighs> anyway, uh, back back to Agrippina uh, Minor, um, uh, Minor Minor. Right. Like her mother, Agrippina Minor, highly ambitious, and when her son, aka Nero, was born, she asked Booty. Tang to give him a name, <laughs> hoping that he would give him his own name, Gaius. But suggesting yeah, that he was his heir apparent. Honor. Yeah, but but what did he call him well, instead? Uh, yeah, Caligula, and and you got to wonder because we talked earlier about his sense of humor, and he he loved to be a shock jock. He chooses the name of his uncle Claudius, someone that nobody took seriously. So was that a slap in the face? She probably took it that way. But damn, that, that was kind of mean of Caligula. It's kind of a dick move. And what's, what's the, great, the great irony of that story? Uh, that he becomes emperor either way. Nero becomes emperor either way. After Claudius is emperor. He's poisoned or and something. And who married Claudius? Agrippina. How did he become emperor, Nero? Agrippina. <laughs> yeah. She she later marries Claudius. That's yes. how Nero hey, becomes you emperor. Do what you got to so, do. Uh, like yeah. she's a mother's yeah. love. So look, I, I think well, there's evidence enough that she would do anything yes. to make and her did. son emperor. She did. Yeah. Speaking speaking of booty tang and his sense of humor, Suetonius has this story as a sample of his humor. He took his place beside a statue of Jupiter and asked the tragic actor Apelles which of the two seemed to him the greater. Shit. And when he hesitated, Caligula had him flayed with whips, yeah. extolling his voice from time to time when the wretch begged for mercy as passing sweet even in his groans. Oh, God. Don't hesitate. Didn't we? We talked to... But Apelles was like his favourite. Yeah, yeah. We talked about how... Didn't he? Didn't he love Apelles? Yeah, he was one of his guys. Um, he was like hanging around with him all the time. One Kissing of his him guys in public, I probably think. fucked him from time to time. But don't hesitate yeah. when I ask. I think that was Manessa. Oh, Manessa. But when I ask you a question, bitch, don't hesitate. You know what the answer is. Come on. Suetonius also says whenever he kissed the neck of his wife or sweetheart, he would say, "Off comes this beautiful head." Whenever I give the word, <laughs> that's romantic. I mean, that's, that's it. It's how to get you. It's how to get them wet. Yeah, threaten to behead them. He even used to threaten now and then that he would resort to torture if necessary to find out from his dear Sazonia why he loved her so passionately. Oh, that's fucked up. I love you so much. I will torture you until you explain it to me. <laughs> Not because I have mommy issues, but it's got to be something hot. That that's 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 pretty out there. Now. Now, so that's so we have Agrippina's motivation. She wants Nero to be emperor, but Lavilia's motivation, right. Lavilla's motivation, is more confusing. Mm. I mean, technically, Lepidus would have only married one of the sisters. Sure. So unless unless he was involved in some sort of love triangle where he was fucking each of them, promising to marry them but keeping them. In the dark about the other one, like Sejanus was doing with Drusus. Um, And and I mean, I don't know if he could have gotten away with that, but if he didn't and they knew that he was fucking both of them, it meant that one of them 
would have been doing it and being involved in the conspiracy knowing that he would end up marrying Agrippina and she would just be on the sidelines or something, but doesn't, you know, what's in it for her then? I don't really know. I, I tend to think maybe he was banging both of them in secret. Well, if you, I don't know. If you're her, um, don't you do whatever you can to cover your bases? If this guy's a part of a conspiracy or if he's the unofficial heir, if he wants to take over, you, you, you fuck him. Just, just to be safe. That's my motto. If you're not sure, just fuck him. Well, that is all of the conspiracy stuff. But the reason, just to finish up, why we think there may have been a connection between the Lepidus mm-hmm. execution and the Lepidus conspiracy with the sisters and the gateway execution right. is that in Suetonius's life of Claudius, we are told that Claudius was sent to Germany as part of that mm-hmm. embassy to congratulate Caligula with what Suetonius calls uh, the exposure the, the, the Senate was congratulating him on the exposure of the Lepidi Egetulici Conjuratio, the conspiracy of Lepidus and Gaetulicus. Ah. So maybe they just, maybe they meant the conspiracies, separate conspiracies, or the single conspiracy, and I think the way it's written in the Latin, it's a single conspiracy of Lepidus and Gatulicus. So even though the Arval Brotherhood just mentions Gatulicus conspiracy, the uh, Senate apparently, or at least Suetonius says, the Senate linked them together. So the plan, some argue, might have been that Lepidus and the sisters had a plan to get rid of Mm -hmm. Caligula. But they knew that in order to do that, they needed to have some armed backing. Military uh, power. Obviously, you've got the Praetorian Guard to deal with, right. and you've also, you need an army, yeah. maybe, to defend you. So maybe they had hatched a deal with Gatulicus, who apparently had no love for Tiberius and probably no love for Caligula right. either. And the plan was for Gatulicus to assassinate Caligula when he arrived mm-hmm. in Germany and then Lepidus would take control of the government right. back in Rome, backed by Gatulicus and his forces... So if, if anything happened to Lepidus, the Praetorian Guard got antsy. Right. They would get a word from Gatulicus. I got eight eight legions, bitches. <laughs> I mean, I know yes. there's a lot of Praetorians now, not but that there's many. not exactly. eight legions worth. So do you know Lepidus is yeah. my boy? Got his back. He's in charge. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 and Gatulicus, you know, might have been worried that his relationship with Sabinus and going back to the old relationship oh, he had with Sianus yes. might have meant that Caligula was coming after him, so he might have been receptive to the plot. Apparently, and then this gets back to the story that we told a couple of episodes ago when Caligula uh, fired a couple of consuls and also got rid of some senators and yelled and screamed at them. 
Consuls were taken from office on the 1st of July in 39. He had their fascies yes. smashed. He smashed yeah. the fash, yeah. as he said. Fast smasher. Gonna, fash yeah. smash. Fash smasher. Where's my fash smasher? He had a job. There was a guy who had a job. He was the fash smasher. Um, and one of them, at least one of them committed suicide. We don't know right. what happened to the other one. Maybe all connected. Lepidus, the sisters, Gatulicus, Sabinus and his so-called right. slutty wife, the senators, yes. the consuls. yes. All connected in a grand conspiracy to take down Caligula, either either because they thought he was mad or he was dangerous or he was just, you know, uh, not a good candidate. Yeah. And he survived for the time being. Um, but uh, that is obviously, I mean, as, as you said earlier, imagine being him. Your bum buddy, best friend, heir apparent, and your sisters, surviving sisters, conspiring Jesus. against yes. you behind your back. You can't trust the Senate, can't trust your generals. Macro's gone. Uh, your, your father-in-law, who's your, your advisor, is gone. Everyone's. All he's got is Sazonia. He's got yeah. Sazonia. And a daughter. But yeah. that's it. And, you know, and a right. freedman. Um, but that is pretty much it. He's being betrayed on all yeah. sides. He's late twenties, twenty-seven, uh, all alone in the world, and you know that would be enough to make yes. you a little bit paranoid and maybe a little bit, a little bit crazy. His world is shrinking fast. If yeah. if it's if, true, we don't right. know if it's true, but it would be one explanation for all yes. of that. Well, that is the end of the episode, yeah. Ray. That's all He's we still have standing. of... He's still standing. And we'll be back next time. Go come, see my movie. Go read my book. Come see North Carolina. Cherokee.